0: Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of Reforge Gaming News, looking at the Ashes of Creation new gameplay, showing off the character creator. I want to talk about the good, the bad, and kind of the why bother. There's multiple elements to character creation that I want to kind of discuss. We really like covering this game when they made the Unreal Engine 5 sort of debut. We covered that on this channel. Looking forward to its eventual release and wanted to give you guys a bit of a breakdown we'll probably be covering the elden ring Radon nerf reversal tomorrow on the channel i know you guys have enjoyed my elden ring coverage and that will probably be something we break down tomorrow that'll give people time to kind of test it and see what's going on but we like to give you right here at the start of the stream my brief breakdown before we get into the discussion this is a reforge update ashes of creation has revealed a lengthy look at their character creator and i want to talk about the good the bad and the why bother if you enjoy these very quick updates be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button that way you don't miss my uploads now i don't know if you're like me but i always love to see the character creation i love to see the options and the depth but i do have some things to say about this one in particular as well as just character creation in general when you approach a game like this sometimes you spend a disproportionate amount of time if you're like me at the very beginning of the game and that can lead to, you know, some fun, but also maybe sort of a waste of time. So let's just talk about the good. I I think it's very obvious that a lot of care and passion has gone into this game that this is a very well-built character creator it seems very you know in-depth and it is nice to get a look at a non-human race I don't know what level of customization they're gonna give or like how many races are in the game maybe somebody can leave a comment below or instruct me in the chat today if they know that information I have followed this game but not religiously closely combing over every wiki and every bit of information so I am anxious to hear how many races we can be in the game, and if that will be eventually shown in another video. I also think there's a customizable nature to the non-human character. It, it doesn't look canned. It doesn't look like something they just kind of thrown together. It looks like they put a significant amount of time into it. There are tons of depth uh, and a lot of options for you to customize your character to the point that they put somebody in the game that looked like Gold. We're fairly certain that was done on purpose. He obviously had a very funny reaction to that, Uh, but one of the things I do want to talk about is the bad. Well, there's nothing really bad, it's just that's an easy way to break down the video. There's nothing really bad, I mean, it it kind of feels like just another RPG character builder. There's nothing wrong with that, that's kind of par for the course when you boot up a game like this. I would have liked to see maybe other non-human races, Or, uh, maybe have them interacting with armor pieces, because from where I sit, that's kind of always the question. Somebody in chat is saying, nine races in total are planned. Thank you, that gets included in this video. So, nine races total, it would be nice to see some of those, maybe they could do that in a future video. I don't expect one video to literally show me everything, so I'm not making that a criticism. Just a request, hey... In future videos it'd be great to see some of the non-races, non-human races, you know, what a couple more of the nine total that you have planned. Also just interaction with armor would be nice. This is something that I think more games are doing. They're allowing you to see your character, you know, with nothing on but a loincloth, but they also let you see the character with end game armor so you can see how it interacts and how it looks when you're wearing a helmet or holding a shield, which is kinda what the last section of this video is about. Why bother? In so many RPGs, I spend tons of time on character customization, and it doesn't seem to really matter at all. You never really see your character ever again. You're wearing a helmet, you're covered in all this different stuff, so those tattoos and scars that you chose for your body aren't really there. Now, more games are letting you hide the helmet For this reason, because if you take the time to make your character really pretty, hot, or try to make it look like you as much as possible, you kind of want to see that in the game and in the wild. So it would be nice to see in another video exactly what they're going to let you do once in the game. I think the game continues to look very, very promising. The Unreal Engine is going to become a great standard going forward. I think you're going to see more and more games go to Unreal Engine 5 because of the freedom, the customization, and just the high graphical fidelity that you're going to get when using that engine so let us know what you think in the comments below always remember to check out reforge gaming if you want to watch my live streams and as always hit subscribe at the bell button and i'll see you in the next video and i'll see the rest of you right now good morning good afternoon and good evening one of the comb over this footage with you because we liked covering this game the last time it came out. I know a ton of you are going to be coming in talking about the Elden Ring thing. We will cover that tomorrow. That'll give people time. Uh, to talk, uh, you know, to test it, to see if it's working well, to see how much of a uh, a damage reduction did they reverse on Radon. So apparently, it, we, you know, it was unintentional or whatever. So we will be covering that tomorrow. So I don't want to hijack today about that. I didn't have time to suddenly divert to that and make new thumbnails and new topic discussion, all of that. Plus, it's going to give people time to test it. We like to really rely on the smarter data crunchers in the community on reddit and other places to give us that opportunity to you know make sure we we know what we're talking about instead of just like coming forward and being like here's the generic thing that they said they did you know what's good snow uh, dominus says they have not finished all the characters yet yo what's good feed good to see you in the chat Hide the helmet? Yeah, yeah. No, we're not playing the game of hide the helmet. If you if you're <laughs> if you're wanting to support today's stream, be sure to smash the like button. We need 24 more likes to hit the first 100. That'll definitely help us. I don't know if this will pull as hard as it did last time we covered it. We got a great, great response from you guys, and so I actually was really impressed by this character creator. I think you're going to start to see more and more games go down this route. They're going to go down the route of unreal engine 5 uh ashes of creation yes it is an mmo on the horizon with no official launch date yet what's good kill you good to see you in the chat um and so there's yeah we don't have a definitive uh date yet for this uh this game but uh this is where i think we will start to see they they start goofing around and they make it look like asmongold uh if you haven't seen the video yet we'll let it loop a couple times it's a pretty long video like 40 minutes or something um so, uh, happy Ramadan to you all. If you don't celebrate it, I hope you have a fantastic time. Yes, to you as well, Mythrax. Um, let's see here. Who else is in chat? I heard about this. I saw the thumbnail. It's Abruxa. Somebody call a witcher. Uh, good morning, Gritter. Uh, how are you? Uh, good to see you, Derek, there. Ashes looks crazy for character customization. They did a one-to-one of Asmongold. Uh, fairly certain Alpha 2 is going to be announced in the near future, but don't quote me on that yeah you know the question at this point would be you know when exactly are they going here let me put myself up here kind of out of the way you know when when do they see this this getting out from behind closed doors right uh voyager plus pre-order pack is 375 wow hex with a 15 uh, i'm <laughs> not hex hilly with a with a 15 month resubscription and it's two. too Voyager Plus pre order pack is 375 What are you talking about? Is that something you can do in this game? Are they doing the whole like starter pack founders thing? Or are you talking about something else? Game looks good. I agree. What's good, uh, Lost Frames? Anthony, good to see you. Uh, good to see you, Zenthos. Played Kirby after watching your stream on Friday. Love the game. Yeah, my wife and I played more off stream uh, since we're not really going to be able to use Friday nights to play games to completion um character looks like he drinks giant's milk oh yeah yeah <clears throat> guys thank you for using the coffee command Blindful truth guys don't forget all the various ways you can support the channel uh we're, we're gonna start doing this on the screen it, it'd be great i think we're gonna set like a five member goal every day and five coffee orders every day just to see if we can hit little daily goals Uh, Just something fun to do. Kind of like we have like goals, you know? Get us 100 likes on the video. We only need three more. We always hit those like milestones. And who wants to be the first coffee order of the day to get us on the path to five orders? Or the first member of the day to get us on five members for the day. Oh, here it is. Ashes of Creation. Uh, Oh, so they do have... Our Voyager Plus pre-order pack is 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 what Hilly was referring to. It will allow access to our persistent server Alpha 2 test. This pre-order pack includes uh, access to the Alpha 2, Beta 1 and 2, nine months of game time, which is $135 value. Uh, so there will be a subscription fee, it seems, to this game. $125 in embers. Uh, A skin, a skin, a skin, a skin, a skin, a skin, and a name reservation. So for $375, you get $135 of game access, $125 of in-game marketplace credits, and they put no pay to win. So I'm assuming these are going to be for cosmetics. So, that is $260 right there. So, the other $115, I'm 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 supposing here, is for the access to betas, alphas, and all of the cosmetics. Uh, In addition to cosmetic items, you will also be entitled to purchase future monthly cosmetics and add-ons for the Voyager Plus level. Eh, The cosmetics are only available during the month they are featured. Yeah, so, I mean, it... it, (sighs) If it's not pay-to-win, I don't care about this kind of a thing. It's totally optional. If somebody wants to get in as early as as humanly possible, they can. You know, they're buying, as far as I can tell, they're buying mostly cosmetics. They're buying, you know, early access, as well as nine months of access to the game. So if you take the 135 and you divide it by nine, they're going to be charging $15 a month of a subscription fee so that is a that is going i think that's going to be one of the things that some people are going to have a bit of an awakening about and it is the fact that they they make these games and they uh excuse me they 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 need to charge money so you can play them like you're not just going to be able to play this the way that you play other you know console games with no subscription fee this is obviously going to be a pc game as well character creation is very detailed yeah i agree i agree they've they've got they've put a lot of work uh into this i've watched asmund go watch this vid on the character creator which isn't even finished yet and it looks extraordinary Yeah, I mean, the fact that it's not even uh, finished yet, so it looks like they're going to let people go in and do individual sections of the body and face. (sighs) You'll stick to Final Fantasy. Yeah, I mean, I could see people saying I've only got room for one MMO. I've only got room for one subscription. And, you know, they may decide that they can't add another one. There it is. First coffee order of the day. One... One out of the five that we're gonna shoot for every day. Blindful Truth uh, ordered a dark roast and a light roast. Thank you so much for doing that. I greatly appreciate it. First, first order of the day. Uh, it's got some metahuman vibes. Might be more than fifteen, as that is when you buy the nine up front. Well, no, I don't think they would say that. I, when they say that's a nine-month value, I think that I think they're. They're wanting you to walk away from it and conclude that it's $15 a month. Um, Man, it'd be weird if it was higher than that. I'm 100% playing this MMO, says Disordered Sama. It's supposed to be an MMO made for MMO players by an MMO lover. Let's gauge interest of the audience here. Uh, Ashes of Creation. Interested in playing it. Uh, interested in playing it? Yes or no? We're gonna go really simple today. Yes or no? Are you interested in playing Ashes of Creation? Just want to gauge the audience's, you know, interest today. Yo, good morning, Sorcerer of Havoc. Good to see you. You completed Elden Ring? Uh, no, I did not. No, I did not. We just can't cover Elden Ring every day. We'll be playing Elden Ring this afternoon. Don't worry. I played Elden Ring off stream to get myself, uh, to get myself, um, stones keys so that we stop running into that issue i think i have 13 or 14 stone sword keys and i've been and i got myself in a good place to get stones so that we can max we can max level my swords so i was only playing off stream to get currency because that doesn't make the greatest video like me po- you know poking around and looking for stones keys is this an action MMO like Black Desert? Now, the, the 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 Ashes of Creation gameplay that we have seen up to now, they seem to be moving toward more of an action-style game of combat. I've continued to say that that will be a continued thing. I think that MMOs are going to continu- continue to grow in popularity, but I also think they're going to leave behind the sort of tabbed combat Systems. I think they're going to go more towards action-adventure-style combat, action-adventure-style gameplay. And the reason they're going to do that is for a couple of reasons. Number one, I think it makes the game more accessible to other people that maybe have never played an MMO before. It also just is, in general, I think going to be more accepted by the gaming community at large. I think, secondly, even fans of MMO games are open to that reality like listen the old style of combat in these games doesn't need to be the standard for forever it's they're allowed to evolve we don't you know technical limitations is one of the primary reasons those old games are like that they didn't do it because it made for a particularly good experience it was because well this is what we got right this is how we can do it Uh, My interest depends on two things. How long does it take to win the game and do their lips move? (laughs) Also, any money you put into this game says distorted right now is to support the game's development. It's not for the early access and betas and alphas. Those are included in for supporting, but the devs urge the purpose is not for access. MJ says I said no to the poll as a dad I just don't have the time to sink into an MMO Elden Ring has provided me with everything I need right now I hear you on that MMOs are tough they're tough to commit to they'd much rather see the community engage with them and voice their thoughts Silent Warrior says, I would be more interested in playing if if it was an F if it was FTP free to play. With bonuses for subscriptions similar to Lost Ark, I would need to see how the game is before committing to $15 a month. Right, if we're honest, the subscription fee is a pretty big barrier when there are games that requ- don't require one because you can just boot up a game or buy it once and then that's kind of the end of it, right? If you think about in the realm of even in the realm of New World, you buy the game one time, and then that's it. Like, if you don't like it, you can put it down, you can play it for a couple of weeks. A game like this, you, f- you even though 15 bucks a month isn't that much, you might feel like, oh man, I better play a bunch this month to really decide whether or not I enjoy it. And that I wonder if that paralysis or that stigma is going to be a hindrance in this game filling its funnel. Now, I, I, I say that, you know, not not being too serious about it, because if we're honest, usually MMOs don't have too much of a problem filling their player funnels at launch, okay? I think people are sort of anxious or amped to get into new MMOs. I think New World showed that. I, I think more and more the mmo genre hey another order of coffee two orders already uh two bags of light roast for adam thank you so much adam we're trying to get five coffee orders a day that's that right there is two already we only need three more we're also trying to get five new members a day if you've never hit the join button or use the join command in chat consider doing so be the first person to kind of start that count today i would say no to a sub if the option was free to play Uh, but sells gambling and pay to win hang on you would say no to a sub if the option was free to play but sells gambling and pay to win yeah I mean as far as they've said there's no pay to win in this game cosmetics only had to get some more since I ran out of the Frickmas that was an amazing coffee thank you Adam I greatly appreciate that There's all kinds of footage has distorted of the development of this game. Gameplay and the alpha tests and a lot of the uh, systems and enemies. It's a work in progress still. Uh, It's not coming out yet. I think one of the... This is kind of a a new development in in game building. They're like just sort of letting people see what they're doing and bringing people along. That's kind of like a new thing, right? Oh, you would not say no to a sub if the option was free to play but sells gambling and pay to win there's too many negatives in that sentence i can't, it's too early in the morning i'm not understanding what you're saying <laughs> every server will be different says dominus every server will have a different story as well the story will be based off of the player's choices and things the community of the server does no server will be the same see new world sold people and that idea oh i love the the, the freedom with the tattoo here that's so great there's Put it on there however you want. Just rotate and place. That's really, really dope. Um, yeah, they bragged about the same thing with New World, but then it. I, I think that, that there's, a, there's an underlying weakness there because servers can turn kind of sour when you give player freedom that level of influence. Like when player freedom and choice literally dictates the experience of other players at that degree, that can be pretty, I think, frustrating. If he has to choose between paying a sub or getting a free-to-play with pay-to-win, he'll choose the sub. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I mean, I assumed that because we've had conversations about this before. A $15 sub fee, says King Salty, definitely incentivizes you to play. If you get this game, it will quickly become your main interest, I felt the same pressure when I played EVE Online. Time not played is time wasted. Well, and that's one of the things I'm always interested in. So Ashes of Creation gameplay that they've shown up to this point, I think looks very, very good. But you guys know what I always say. I want to know what the content loop is. Is is it something that I can play like I played New World? Like I'm a streamer so I had to put New World down because things moved forward and we couldn't stay in one game. But if I wasn't a streamer, I I probably would have played New World for a little bit longer than I did. I would have gotten into some of the end game. I would have gotten into some of the end game loops, but the end game loops had issues and had problems and I would have run into those issues and problems and probably then, you know, played less or walked away, okay? But in the realm of Games like this, games like MMOs, I want to know, like, is the content loop going to be really, really satisfying? I played New World for 15 minutes and I was like, this feels really, really good. New World's content loop didn't fall off the rails until the end game, right? So I feel like there's almost two things you need to well establish with your audience. Number one is, what's the content loop going to feel like? At an experiential level, what am I going to be running around doing, okay? Okay. If I play Ashes of Creation gameplay for ten minutes, I'll probably have a, have a decent grasp on that. You're right. Yo, what's good, Pugs? Good to see you. You know, is it going to feel good to be in combat? Run around, cast a spell, swing a sword, etc. Then I actually think you need to do it in two, in, in almost three phases. Number one, it's just the feel of the game right does the game feel good number two what's early and mid game feel like like am i leveling at a decent clip am i am i advancing in the world do i feel like i'm sort of in charge of my destiny because when we played new world we got about halfway through the leveling process and we were like yeah this is bad this slows down way too much then we got past mid game and got closer to late game and we were like this isn't just bad this is this is like intentionally designed to be kinda stupid, right? It's like what what on earth? Are you are you going to let me be, you know, in charge of anything? Or am I purely being sort of wrung out like a rag, right? Um oh you're getting surgery to get rid of your glasses. Nice. Uh, so that all needs to, I think, be established before I can say whether or not I enjoy a game, because if if the if the feel of the game is good and then the early and mid game feels really good, then the final question is always, what's end game loop look like? What are we doing? What are we doing in the end game? Am I running three activities over and over again until my eyeballs fall out? Or do you have a broad end game? Do you have depth? Do you have customization of build? Is min maxing something I can achieve? Is the loot that I'm seeking something I have volition over? Do I have player agency? Do I have player intentionality? Or does it feel like this big RNG fruitless endeavor? These are all questions that I feel like a game has to answer before I can say whether or not it's a good MMO or a good game in general. New World made it feel like you were you mattered to the game, being part of a faction and growing your world. Ashes of Creation is going to be better on a larger scale. I think leveling is anticipated to be much slower in Ashes compared to New World. Says Nation, doing it better. Oh, they're just doing it better to a larger scale. Y- yeah. See, as soon as as soon as as soon as a game says that they're going to do that, so Ashes of Creation walks out and says, "Hey, we're going to have this organic player dictated." server thing you know what I always say I'm like okay that's a really big risk because players are terrible (laughs) like do you know what I'm saying like players take the path of least resistance players find ways to play in degenerate ways and when they do that it has an effect on the on the experience of other players if they have the ability to influence the server Are we talking about the faction systems? I mean, not really, no. I mean, that that was a system in New World. I don't know what the Ashes of Creation gameplay loop looks like. I have no idea, but we we know very little from where I said. I mean, I know they've outlined a couple of things, but when we watched the gameplay months ago, I got the impression they were evolving the vision and the direction of the game as they were building it they were going away from like traditional MMO feel they wanted it to feel more action adventure and free-flowing you know currently hooked on Forbidden West which it was on PC I can't hate the PS5 controller more than I do man I've actually switched almost entirely to it if I can I love it it I get why people don't like it though it is different I don't like the d-pad being above my left thumb Hilly says a sub is good if you're not sure about the game Get a month to try and have the option to walk away. A monthly bill always sharpens a person's focus. Yeah, as long as it's there we go, there's Asmund Gold. As long as it's not a as long as it's not like pay to access the game, and then in addition to that, pay you know, pay the subscription fee. So you're kinda hitting me twice, right? A Paradox Gaming Network has it covered. We know very little. There's literally tons of info in the public. Well, I'm I'm sorry. I know very little. I shouldn't have said we. I was I was speaking as like a, we've only covered it one time. Sorry. Not saying that like nobody knows. Uh, feel free to educate me because like that's part of what I do here. I literally can't research every game in existence. I don't have the time. So sometimes I just boot up, throw up the gameplay, and I'm like, Yo, how's this work, chat? And somebody in chat breaks it down. Right. So, oh the new world systems. yeah, Dominus was acting about asking about the faction systems in the new world systems. Yeah, the faction system in the new world stuff was like it was such a cool concept, but it created a lot of frustration because too many people could ruin a server if they did it right. Ashes of creation is a cross between race and citizenship instead of faction based. But you have a node, uh more arc more orcs dominate the town you will have a more orcish look but all citizens of that node contribute to its growth okay okay this blending is a pretty neat feature says nation gonna be interesting if we can uh create npcs to run your freehold tavern yeah i mean there's a lot you can do with the character as i said in the open I, how much are you even gonna see your character is always my question because like well once i throw a helmet on you're not gonna be able to see it anymore right uh, they said it's going to be pay, sub to play, and no box price. Oh, so no box price. Thank you for answering that question, Helberg. If you're new and you've never been here before and you are interested in Ashes of Creation gameplay, we will certainly dive in when the game comes out. We're coming over there. Character creator right now, they just made Asmund look a little bit different. They loaded up a character that looked just like Asmund Gold. And, um,. What games with subs allow you to just sub and not purchase the game? Apparently this one. There's no box price, according to Hellberg. Distorted says, also, best-in-slot gear in the game will not be gotten in raids. It will be out in the world and limited as in one of it or so. So not everyone will be able to have the best of the best. That's the detail I remember from when we covered this last, that, like, the world will have that organic feel that like not everybody can go and get the 7th or 10th or 100th, one 1,000th one version of a weapon. That's not the case. Like You may get a really good weapon or something that then, if it is best in slot, other people can't get it, right? That actually was something that I remember uh, us talking about and feeling like that's a giant risk. Because of the way that people play, because of the way that people will gr- like absolutely grind and find the fastest possible ways to get everything, you know, uh, that that can be that could be that can be an issue because then you end up with people feeling like, as they did in, as they felt in uh, in New World, like, well, my server is screwed, man. This is over. We we we've already kind of lost. We've already kind of, you know it's 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 been picked clean right it's been picked clean too many people have uh have, have have basically combed over the server right going for a peter dinklage look there yeah 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 well now we're now we're giving him a, a meredith haircut oh no just kidding It can be ruined quick, says Collins. I can't get the best gear unless I spend countless hours. That's a terrible idea, says Silent Warrior. Is the game on Steam? Game's not out yet. I'm not sure where they're going to put it. I don't know if they've actually said that. So free to download, pay to play. Um, Yeah, I mean, I wonder what you guys think of that, chat. Like, having an organic gear feeling, like if somebody gets the best gear for that server, is that piece suddenly not available? People need to do work to hold their spots, though, says Dominus. If you don't put in the work someone else does, they can usually take the position. I don't remember that detail. Basically, one guy can have the Demon Sword of Soul Destruction and no one else can. I don't know if they're going to do that. The guy making this game is an old-school MMO kind of guy, so expect a lot of things that aren't aren't super non-MMO player accessible, including losing things on death and PvP death. That's something that I actually think is going to be a huge turnoff. I think the greatest risk that they're taking in this game is that PvP is basically on all of the time, right? PvP is basically on all of the time, and if you don't want to do PvP, they're they're obviously saying that there's going to be consequences for people that do PvP and people that attack others so that, you know, there's an incentive to not do it, but the concern is always, you know just just how much is that going to interfere with with my gameplay session right because we all know how how bad sea of thieves can go for you and the next night be totally fine and, and again that's a game where there's virtually no de- disincentivization to do pvp there's you can basically do it at, at no risk of loss And in this game, they're going to try, from what I understand it, they're going to try and have a a soft negative reinforcement or negative motivation to not be constantly just wailing on people. Um, If you take part in PvP, you can lose your gear, but if you stay non-combative, you don't really lose anything. Eve is the same way. You lose what you lose. It can be a pain sometimes. It makes combat an adrenaline rush, though. That uh, that reiterated the detail about about only one of the best in slot item literally in the stream with this character creation. It's still planned, so they're they're literally saying like a best in slot item on a server. There's only going to be one. So, what's the chasm of difference between a best in slot sword and a not? You know what I mean? Like the one underneath of it. So yes, for sure, one demon sword and little Timmy will be keeping it from your grasp. Only corrupted players have a small chance to drop gear. You become corrupted if you kill non-PvP players over and over. See, so yeah, there it is. So there's the disincentivization. That's how that works. So if you continue to kill non-PvP players, you will become corrupted, and corrupted players have a small chance to drop gear. So as long as you're not doing that, it's just going to be more. It sounds like it's going to be more of a nuisance if you get killed by somebody when you're not intending to do PvP. It's going to suck if your character does not look like this in game during gameplay. Well, and I said that, I kind of said that during the open. I I always wonder, you go down to this detail of like hair and scars and eye color. I mean, this guy is looking kind of crazy, right? So the question is, is is like, are there opportunities for my character to show up and look like this? Because generally, you know, you're kind of back behind your character. You get some awesome armor and an awesome helmet. I mean helmets in games like this you you know, usually they let you turn them off, but I mean I, I don't know how often I wanna do that if I've gotten something that actually looks really, really good. So character creation is always interesting. I guess in my mind it's one of those things where it's there if it really matters to you. If you really wanna make sure your character looks amazing and you never wear a helmet. In the game, then the option here is 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 for you. You can you can go nuts. And the funny thing is, I always do it. I always boot up and take a ton of time with character creation. If you like casual MMOs, turn away. This game will not be made for you. Says Distorted. The guy making this game is focused on making a great MMO, not reaching as wide of an audience. Uh, Milktoast Mine set like super large companies. I guess my thought on that is do, here, here's here's the risk I'm imagining distorted. Are there enough people that really want the hardcore like classic MMO? Are there enough of those people? Like my own theory is that if you market research this, the the the, the demographic that can play a little bit less hardcore but not necessarily casual like more in the mid lane i think there's way more of those people i think a lot of that has to do with stages of life i feel like a lot of the guys when they were in like late high school early college years that were super hardcore into mmos and put in all those hours in world of warcraft and everquest and stuff i just feel like a lot of those guys are in that stage of life now where they can't do that anymore and I say guys not to be like sexist, but I do think generally speaking the larger portion of the gaming audience is male. The larger portion of MMOs in the past and now are still largely male, okay? That doesn't mean that's that's the only people you target. So I but I do think in general way a lot of those a lot of those young men or grown men now and they they are not necessarily in a position to put those types of hours in. That doesn't mean there aren't tons of people that can. I just wonder. It's like, I don't know, man, that you're cutting off a huge section of the market. There are enough of those people for him. For him, it's a passion project. He's making the kind of MMO he's always wanted and that MMO players enjoy. Right, so as you said, I think it was you, it's an MMO for mmo fans buy an mmo fan right hardware group sizes says hilly the minimum goal is 500 players on a single battlefield i think we'll be able to hit 500 v 500 but we shall see ashes of creation is designed for solo players as well as large or small groups parties up to eight in a single group raids will have 40 man groups Content will be tailored to 40, 16, and 8-person group sizes. Arenas will have 1-man, 3-man, 5-man, and possibly 20-man free-for-all. There won't specifically be guild versus guild arenas, but team-based matchmaking allows teams to face other teams. Castle sieges are expected to have a minimum of 250 by 250 players on a single battlefield with the possibility of increasing up to 500 by 500 over time. The idea behind an 8 person group is to allow us to really amplify party roles and to create the need for each of the archetypes in every party. Content is not locked behind guilds. Mechanics exist within larger conflicts. Of small for small groups and even solo players to impact the battle. This includes systems that will likely focus on single group size participants while the larger battle is occurring. Yeah, so I'm really interested to see what solo gameplay would look like then. Because if there's something we learn from New World, I mean, in Ashes of Creation gameplay could run into similar trends... There just seems to be a lot of people that want to boot up and just kind of do their own thing. They can't be bothered. I think this is again indicative of the of the of the player base and the and the population at large moving to different phases of life. It's just extremely hard to be like, "Hey, all the boys are on, let's go." It's like, "Well, no, I got home from work and no one's on yet or only one or two people are on." I'm just going to run by myself, right? I'm just going to go get some stuff done. So I would be interested to see what exactly solo, solo gameplay, uh, would, would look like I'm telling you, this sounds like another wild star in what ways, uh, in what ways do you feel like it's another wild star? I look forward to the ocean content planning on being a master, uh, shipwright. Doing your own thing in an MMO, the worst gameplay ever, in my opinion. I don't get it. I don't think it's to be understood. It's simply a thing, right? It's simply a thing. Like, It's almost like going... If you go to a town with tons of married people, everybody's kind of married off, and everybody's kind of paired up, and you open a singles bar... You'd be like, I don't get it. I don't get why no one's coming. There's nothing to get. It's just like, that's just the way that it is in that town. There's no way, there's no way, like, you're not, you're not trying to try to understand that it just simply is that way. I think it just simply is a factor right now in gaming demographics, that there's just tons of people that are like, bro, I don't have time for all this. I just want to play a game and... And not and not deal with all of this. It, it, you know what the most interesting part about it is? The real question isn't why are they playing the MMO that way? The question is, why were they attracted to an MMO to begin with? And I think what it is is everybody wants that Skyrim experience. They want to just boot up and do all the cool stuff and go see the world and go see the map. And then they, but then that's kind of the end of it. That's kind of the end of their journey. They don't, they don't have this strong desire to play with a bunch of other people. Does that make sense? Uh, Creature says, I play MMOs and I really enjoy being able to do my own thing sometimes. I shouldn't need a group to do everything. Yeah, I think needing a group for certain activities is completely normal. And I don't think anybody would ever make a very good logical or reason criticism to say that, like, oh no, I should never be required to do group play. That's just kind of stupid. Like, they're going to build raids, they're going to build dungeon. I'm sure there's going to be Ashes of Creation raids, and, well, we've already read about them, right? There's going to be raids, there's going to be content tailored to big group sizes of 40, 16, and 8, there's going to be big battles of maybe close to 500 people versus 500 people, or 500 total split down the middle, 250 v. 250. And, It'd be kind of weird if they argued that, like, oh, all that stuff should be tailored to a solo player. So I don't necessarily know if I would ever take serious somebody saying, oh, I I think they should tailor this. Uh, I think they should tailor this to solo player experience, right? I stopped watching because of your Elden Ring coverage. Didn't want spoilers. Now I'm back. No context, but out of ten, what'd you give Elden Ring? I give Elden Ring a solid nine. I have my own criticisms about things in the game and things that they do. There's certain things in boss fights that I find to be annoying. You know, I, I, I've i seen some people talk about, you know, it doesn't, the, the absence of feeling like you're 1v1ing or dueling bosses, it feels like a lot of, uh, A lot of AOE, a lot of AOE, which the reason that they do it is they don't want, they don't want melee roly poly one size fits all. They want you to feel like you got to kind of move and get back and, and, um, I don't know, but I give it a solid nine out of 10. I love it. It's a beautiful game. I think it's incredibly well built. I think it's deserving a lot of the praise that it got. Uh, but I do think from a philosophical standpoint, they make some decisions with boss fights, especially late game that, you know, I find annoying. But again, there are plenty of people that are like, that's just from software, da, da 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 da. Now we'll be covering the Redon they undid the nerf. We'll cover that tomorrow. I would have covered it this morning, but it, it happened right before we went live. So I really didn't have the chance to pivot and and get everything built for that. I had already set everything up for this. But that'll give us an opportunity to let people kind of crunch the numbers. So if you're new and you've never been here before, let me pause the gameplay. Usually we are in this scene, having a talk show, having discussions and covering variety gaming news. I am a safe for work broadcaster. People kind of treat me like video game radio. Hit subscribe, hit the bell button. That way you don't miss these streams. I, I thought this was going to be a really strong pull. The last time we covered this game, it was a really strong pull. Um, apparently either YouTube's acting up or the core audience didn't, wasn't interested in this. I actually thought people were going to be extremely interested in seeing this, but this doesn't seem to be a strong pull this morning which is okay, not everything is going to get you know, tons of uh, not, everything's, not every stream and topic is going to be a home run however, if you're new and never been here before, we always love to meet new folks if you're interested in this game, other games, MMOs uh, Elden Ring tomorrow we'll be playing the brand new uh, Star Wars Lego uh, Skywalker Soccer. we'll be playing that tomorrow afternoon we will be playing Elden Ring this afternoon as well I was actually awake and playing Elden Ring at 4am Eastern, they did maintenance, stayed up all night playing it even though I have work game is addicting it is it is we heard you were broadcasting in the ashes discord 10 minutes ago oh really oh well maybe we'll get an influx of people that's cool that they uh, that they did that. Listen, I love covering games like this. Now, obviously, if you watch my coverage of New World and Lost Ark, I get to a point where I have to put the game down because I can't become a Lost Ark channel or a New World channel or even with Elden Ring, we're, we're starting to drift away from. We can't cover it every single day, uh, but I will certainly put a put a ton of time in this game when it comes out. Now, from everything we've heard, though. This is a game that's going to rub me the wrong way and that doesn't make it a bad game. It just means that I won't be able to play it at length. And here's why. And keep in mind, none of this makes it a bad game, it just makes it not a fit for me. The constant PvP and the more classic MMO feel, as well as like the you know best in slot items in a server will only exist like one time. All that stuff sounds great for hardcore MMO players but it sounds terrible for me. Like, I don't think that I will... I don't think that I'll enjoy that, right? That doesn't make it bad. I certainly wouldn't criticize it and say, hey, don't do that or whatever. Tailor the game to me. But it certainly will mean that my time with the game will likely be short-lived, right? It, it'll It'll likely be short-lived because I like games like this, but I just... I'm not in that position to play in the way that the game needs me to or not needs me to but certain games just ask ask of you things that you can't give to them as an example really hardcore fighting games right like i just can't commit to getting to a place where i'm good and enjoying them right people saw the thumb and thought it was harry potter i i don't think so Um, you know, if, if you're going, it literally says ashes of creation on, you know, half of the thumbnail, um, the, and this is something I think gamers need to work on in general is allowing a game to be a game and not like, Oh, this game should be tailored to me or be different or whatever. I think a lot of people approach new world in that way. Like they wanted new world to be like a classic, Hardcore MMO and I was like I just don't think they built it for that they certainly built it to where you could play it like crazy for a while and really enjoy yourself and be sort of a hardcore player a hardcore MMO but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be able to do that for forever now some of that's on the players and some of that's on the devs because like obviously the new world devs didn't build the greatest you know, the, they didn't build the greatest endgame, right? Um, Elden Ring, you're almost done with, though are not like seven boss tops. You could even skip a few and just do the last four big ones. Um, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to handle all that. I, I would like to do them all. The character is supposed to be Asmongold. Well, in a second, they make him look exactly like Asmongold. It just takes a second. Yo, good morning, knight. What's up, a game is this? Yeah, it's an MMO. It's an MMO, yeah. If you're interested in Ashes of Creation gameplay, I want to hear from you. We're 30 minutes in, yeah. Even votes on the poll are really low. Uh, usually around now, we have 400 votes on a on a on a good one. So we're we're not we don't have a lot of interest in this game. Ashes of Creation, interested in playing it? It's split right down the middle. So that's not it's not very promising. Um, I don't know if again it's just. Is it because it's too hardcore? Is it because you've not heard of it? Is it because are you burnt out on MMOs? Are you kind of anti-sub? Are you anti-sub games? I know there's a lot of people that just will not play a game if it's got a subscription service. They just kind of stay away. Um, Is there a release date? No. Basically, right now they've done an alpha one, as far as I know. There'll be an alpha two, and then a beta one and a beta two. And you can't pay to be like a founder and get a bunch of dope stuff and get like nine months of access once the game launches, and get access to all of those alphas and betas. But it's 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 fairly expensive. I'll be honest, it's the first time I've heard of it. Tuning in for the Lono Factor only. Okay. When we covered the engine, we got a huge response. We were extremely pleased the last time we covered this game. Sometimes I wonder if when games are in the oven this long, if uh, people start to drift. Um, we did an Unreal Engine 5 breakdown three months ago, and did and it, it, it went very well. Uh, I remember we, we a ton of people came in that day. Um... So it's just one of those things where I wonder sometimes when games are in development this long, if people are just like, that's great. And then they kind of put it off their radar because there's not much, um, there's not much to say other than, yeah, they're working on it and it's coming out, you know? sometimes i wonder because like this is a new thing that developers are doing they're being more transparent and they're letting people see behind the curtain i wonder if over time that people are becoming fatigued with that you know what i mean they're like yeah that's great but like when's it gonna be done it's almost like too transparent right Sorry my two kids say 1 MMO is enough plus this sounds like a nightmare for my time investment with constant PvP and item rarity says kill shot yeah it'll be PS PC only K Billy says the concept of unique items is very appealing to me imagine a unique sword that a character has and is hunted by other players hoping to take it this legendary item changes hands many times well apparently correct me if i'm wrong the ashes experts here You only drop it if you're cursed or whatever, and you're only that if you've been killing a bunch of non-PVP players. Kill you says, it's because it's PC only for me. If this came on Xbox, I'd 100% be playing. I'm good with hardcore games, even though I don't have hardcore time. Me and my buddies will have a good time either way. Nation says, I got really hyped early on. That's it, yeah, if you're corrupted. So yeah, if you get like a unique sword, you're not at risk of dropping it unless you corrupt yourself by killing a bunch of non-PvP players. So I, I guess that concept would be cool, potentially. People might really hate that idea, right? They finally find an amazing piece of gear and they uh they they die and lose it, right? Somebody kills them and then it's gone. That might be pretty irritating. Item drops only happen at high levels of corruption. Yeah, and I think that's probably necessary. Like, imagine finding... (laughs) Imagine finding, like, a really amazing piece of gear and the next day you boot up and you get kind of, like, ambushed and then you lose it. Like, I I think that'd be, like, extremely untethering. It'd be really hard to foster loyalty to the game if you feel like you constantly are losing things that, you know, you were really excited about. Because... It you know it's pretty easy to get jumped in games like this if you're not careful, especially if people are bored and the game's been out for a while, and you know folks start kind of cannibalizing their server or you know sort of playing in the degenerate way. That's why I said you know Ashes of Creation gameplay experientially number one needs to feel good. Number two, I'm interested in the early and mid game, and then what's end game shake out to be? Because if that's the result. Like if players get bored, that's always gonna be the potential reality, is that they just start cannibalizing uh, the server, and then you're you're in a spot where, you know, it's hard to enjoy the game because you're you're you are just sort of early. Like late adopters, I think, can really, really feel the pain of, of games like this if they don't get in early. You drop varying percentages of gathered or processed goods carried depending on flagging state on death okay okay so so that's a setback in the realm of like carried goods like like basically varying levels of currency because carried goods are ultimately a lot of times some form of a currency or another if we could get about 20 more likes on the video that would be amazing Uh, we might be able to jumpstart this thing we're not an hour in just yet and if we can get 200 likes and some really good chat activity and poll activity before we hit the one hour mark we might be able to turn the rudder on this stream My only worry is PvP players use non-combative players as meat shields to turn combatants uh, corrupted and get their gear to drop. Well, according to Unknown System Error, Ashes, (laughs) according according to Unknown System Error, you only drop gear at like a really, really high level of corruption. Currency as in gold is never dropped, just resources right and and resources are their own form of currency but yeah you're not dropping gold there is no aoe flagging the guy looks like he had a bit of the sweet uh delicious man yeah he's he's had some of the some of the satan some of satan's rocks or whatever what is that called it's not marijuana is the devil's lettuce i don't know what you call the other stuff In my opinion, if they want people to be a part of the subscription game, they should at least have a playable demo of the game for all to try. That's the only way to get people to trust. Well, and that's the thing is, yeah, how do you fill the funnel? If you have a subscription fee as a potential barrier for entry, um... If you have a subscription fee as a potential barrier for entry, then you need something else to fill the funnel. And I know somebody already said this morning... Well, this, the guy that's designing this is not interested in filling the funnel. He wants to build an MMO for MMO players, right? Um, um, the Devil's Lettuce makes you handsomer. Does it really? Not really. Uh, you have so many people streaming the game. You don't really need a demo. Yeah, that's probably good feedback. With that many people being able to stream it, I mean, do you really need a demo? I'm interested, but I'm not a fan of a subscription service in games," says Fancy Man. Uh, "Forbidden Mineral, hit the like. I was watching last time you were fighting uh, Melania. Some guy said something about you banned him. I was laughing so hard. Uh, good content, man. Yeah, there was a couple people just being nasty. Like, I don't think people understand that when I play Elden Ring, I don't read from the I don't read from the From Software Bible, man. Like, I'm critical of fights. I'm. I, I, <laughs> I'm critical of fights and don't enjoy certain aspects, like, of games. Like, maybe on a replay, and that's the thing I think people forget. I think people play and, like, they've played the dancer three and four times and beaten her three or four times. They forget that the first time they played her, they hated her. They forget that the first time they played Cinder, they hated him and hated certain aspects. Well, yeah, and then you go back three or four times and you've seen the Matrix and you know how to get through everything and then all of a sudden you're like, oh no, this is all totally fine. I don't know. I think a lot of the From Software fans forget themselves and they f- I think they forget from whence they came. And they see somebody irritated with certain aspects and they want to get preachy. There is no trial of uh Ashes of Creation gameplay. There is no testing phase. Oh, there is no testing phase currently going on. There's Alpha 1 gameplay videos out there in Unreal 4 if you want to see last year's testing. Um, Elden Ring coming to an end, kind of. What's your most probable next game? I have no idea. I really, really don't. I was thinking it'd be really, really fun to do New Game Plus and take that victory lap. After new game plus one, maybe do a new character, maybe play with the community, you know, just always do co-op or something, but I feel like we would just get stream sniped the whole time. Um, I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. There's a lot of good games coming out. Um, uh, 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 PC players will be able to play Lego Star Wars on April 5th at 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so we're going to have to do... So the second show tomorrow, we'll have to do like an hour-long waiting waiting room, like intro. Uh, if at one point in time this game was potentially announced for 2020 release, that's why there's currently no hype. It's just a game that's been announced and is in development. Um, well, and that's the thing. Like... I said that, this is new territory. Developers are deciding to sort of take the veil down and let people see everything. Maybe not everything, but like, they're letting see people see the lengthy process. The problem with that is, is that it's a lengthy process, right? Like imagine starting a, a like a YouTube channel and a TikTok and all these different things and you're going to document the building of like a skyscraper. After a couple of weeks and months, I think people would just get bored. They would be like, this is taking a really 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 long time, right? And I think people just get detached. You know what I mean? Look forward to Star Wars gameplay. Seems like a better game to watch and play. Yeah, I'll be curious to see what the turnout is because we had great turnout for the coverage last week and I was kind of worried because I know there's like a stigma about uh, Star Lego games, but they are so fun and that one looks really promising. So we'll be playing that one tomorrow. Tomorrow's talk show will center around the Radon nerf getting reversed uh, in Elden Ring. I started New Game Plus, but was so burnt out by then I need a break for a few months. Was a fun 100 hours, though. Oh, yeah, 100 hours is a lot. That's a lot. <clears throat> um, let's check the poll here. It's still pretty much split down the middle with most people saying no. Uh, 300, yeah, we haven't even cracked 300 votes yet. Ashes of Creation interested in playing it. Um, and we've got 55% saying no. saying yes. If you're new tuning in and you're very much interested in Ashes of Creation gameplay, maybe you've been following it. Maybe you're in the Discord. We'd love to hear from you. We have open dialogue here about the games and coverage and we kind of run a... It's basically like a talk show radio show about video games and I am safe for work. And so uh, if you're enjoying the coverage, hit subscribe. We'd love to hear from you in chat. Yeah, we played Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. There's nothing there though. The marketing for it and the name of it 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 does it did really poorly on YouTube. If they would have called it Borderlands 4, it would have crushed. But they called it Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, and everybody thinks it's freaking DLC. So both times I played it, it did poorly, Um, which was really disappointing because it's probably the best Borderlands game out. (laughs) It's the best of all of them. It really pulls from everything they've learned. It's really embracing what those games should be and no one cares because everybody thinks this is a DLC. They should they should have called it Borderlands 4. Um it's disappointing. It looked good. It is good. It's a good game. It's a really good game that just I think the name killed it. I think they confused everybody because about a month to two months before it came out, they released Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon's Keep. So you, you're setting a very confusing stage for people. They're like, what the frick game is this? Is it a DLC? You know? That's why last week when we talked Bethesda, people said one year out is the way to go. Right. Because people get fatigued, right? So we, we talked about Starfield last week. And if, you, if you're feeling similar about Ashes of Creation, I, I'd love to hear from you with Starfield, it's like they're, they're, they've they barely showed anything. And I don't want to sound like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth, but I'm like, bro, you gotta show us something. And people are like, nope, nope, Lono, Bethesda's gonna wait. They're gonna wait until they're six months out, and then they're gonna blast us with gameplay and get everybody excited, and it's gonna work. Okay? If you contrast that to what um, what Ashes of Creation is doing, Ashes of Creation is like, Hey, come on a journey with us. We are, uh, you know, we're we're building this game I want to show you everything we're doing. We want to show you the characters. We want to show you the anim- the the creatures and the monsters, the animals, and let's show you the uh, let's let's let you take a peek here at the the, the character creator, right? Well, the challenge is that you're <laughs> you're dealing with you're you're dealing with maybe that slow burn and the slow burn is just not interesting to watch after a while. Like initially I think people were excited. I think the change to unreal engine five, got everybody excited, but now it's like, okay, cool. We've, we've seen enough. Just go build the game, please. Right? No way. Star World's, Starfield's releasing this year due to such a lack of content from them. But I don't think that's indicative of whether or not it's coming out. Now, people that are huge Bethesda fans Said that we've actually seen way more at this point in time than they than they traditionally show. Right? That that that's that's like a common that's a common misconception. I think. Um, So I don't necessarily think you can jump to that conclusion. If someone lets me 60 60 percent day one, why am I hype to get everything else three years later? Right. Cruel says, I've been keeping track of this game for the past two years. My only criticism is that they shouldn't show too much or there isn't going to be much adventure. That's always the risk. So if you've been following Ashes of Creation and you're tuning in for for this coverage, we're just watching the character creator and just kind of having a conversation. Uh, We'd love to hear from you if you've been following it or take the poll at the top of the chat. But that's the risk, right? Is there's this weird balance where if you show too much, people are like, eh, I feel like I've seen too much, or, eh, you know, I've seen enough and now I'm bored. How long is it going to take for this game to come out? And then like, well, we don't know, maybe a couple of years. And you're like, okay, cool. And then you have the alternative, which is what they're doing with Starfield. Bethesda's like, we're going to barely show you anything. We'll show you some in-engine stuff. It's not really gameplay. I had a bunch of people telling me that that was clickbait. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like... We can speculate whether or not that's gameplay. It's inter- It was so interesting to see, like, Starfield fanboys already being like, this is in-engine, it's clearly not gameplay. And I'm like, well, doesn't that irritate you then? You know? I'm an idiot. I thought you were making a person on Elden Ring. <laughs> is this an Elden Ring channel? Fallout 4 was first shown at E3 and released that fall. It's how Bethesda works. Right. Exactly. Do you want to know why I think it's going to, it's, it's struggling or maybe not struggling is not the right word. Maybe the way they're treating Starfield is frustrating people because it's a new IP. When you get surprised by the fourth fallout, you're like dope. I kind of already know what the game is, I kind of already know what it's built on, you show me some gameplay and a character creator, and I'm good to go. The thing with Starfield is, they're trying to sell you on like a dream, like, this game's gonna be unbelievable, it's gonna absolutely revolutionize, and you're like, oh man, I can't wait to check this game out, but then you don't really know enough. Now, when it comes to Ashes of Creation, I think they're in a different category, because it's an MMORPG. And no one's sort of in the dark about, well, what's an MMORPG? I think people are typically on a game like this more in the dark about like, okay, but what's a server gonna look like? What's a content loop gonna look like? Am I gonna be irritated? Am I gonna get killed a bunch? Am I gonna lose all my stuff? Am I, like, is my server gonna get cannibalized, you know, 30 days in? Lono's many things, but uh, clickbaiter, he is not. Right, I... The Fallout 4 hype and then release was perfect for me. On the other hand, I was already sick um, of Elden Ring in the mid-2021. Yeah, I mean, there were people that were like, enough already. <laughs> when it came to Elden Ring, they were like, enough already, man. We we, we we know it's a big game. We know everybody's excited, right? We still haven't gotten 200 likes on the video. Yet. Let's roll it over. We only need two more likes. Let's roll that over. We've also had two coffee sales for the day. Uh, if you let, let's, let's just do this. We are trying to set a daily goal for members and for coffee orders. We don't talk about it enough. So instead of me constantly kind of having the, like a commercial for it, we go for like milestones and we're going to have daily goals on members and coffee just so I can periodically say it and not distract from the show. So two coffee orders. We need three more and we haven't got any members yet. If you ever done a membership on YouTube, you click the join button. We'd love to get five each day. We think that's a pretty, that's a low, but doable goal every day. Most people hate when devs announce a game and show off a trailer two to three years before it's released. I appreciate how Bethesda doesn't do that. Right, and this is something different though, isn't it? There's this like traditional old school video game marketing trick where they do like a hey, here's a teaser or hey, here's a trailer. And you're like, okay, cool. When's it coming out? They're like, well, we think in like two years. And you're like, okay, this is different. This is hey, we're building this thing. You want to see us build this thing? You want to help pay for it? Cool. Come on, come along with us on this journey here. And uh, we're going to build this thing and you can, uh, you can be a part of it. I think it's a very different approach but I think they both run the same risk. It's almost like consumer fatigue. You know, it's like you you hit consu- consumer fatigue. I like Bethesda because I'm not waiting years to be disappointed. I was not disappointed, but why show cyberpunk and then hype and then it flops hard AF. Right, we had heard about cyberpunk for literally years. It was supposedly going to be like, absolutely game changing and 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 groundbreaking i think across the spectrum like i think this is a totally fine way of doing it i think what they're doing with ashes of creation gameplay slowly revealing different pieces and parts i think is totally fine it's not like they're selling you hype like a 45 minute video on character creation is not exactly hype inducing it's just oh cool there's Asmund Gold. Like, oh, cool! Here's all the different things you can uh, you can do. We've been hearing about Starfield for years. That is true. Um, that is one hundred percent true. We have been hearing about Starfield for a while. So I don't. Yeah, you know, I wonder. That's actually a really good point. I wonder if that's why people are super annoyed with the Starfield marketing. They're like, you didn't wait to tell us about it until six months prior. You didn't. You told us you've been telling us about it for years. And so we want to see it. We want to know what's going on, right? Aren't the developers setting up to shoot themselves in the foot with letting people behind the veil, says chest pain. People see the lengthy process and they want perfection from the game. Yeah, that's related to a point I've made before about game delays. Game delays almost passively hype a game, right? Game delays almost passively hype a game because it's like, hey, this game's going to be incredible. Why? Well, they delayed it nine times, so it's probably going to be perfection. Oh, okay. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe it'll be overbaked and terrible, (laughs) you know? I was in 8th grade when I first heard about Starfield. I'm now 45. (laughs) I thought I got the Borderlands game for free on Epic, and I was just frustrated to find out differently it was not the same thing. I don't understand what you mean, Russell. 100% why I'm annoyed, says Eugene. You've been talking about this game for forever. Eugene says, put up or shut up. That's why uh, Steven isn't setting a date as Cruel Crusader. He wants to take feedback and further better the game. Well, yeah, and I like. Don't you worry, though, about play? May, I, this might be controversial, but like. Isn't player feedback a little overrated this early on? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if they're accepting feedback from the alpha and the beta, sure. But, like, player feedback's kind of overrated at a certain point. It's like, you you need to have a vision for what you want. Build it, cast it, and then help people polish and tweak. Hey, you really wanted to do this one thing with this loot thing and this and that and da da All right, here's the rough edges of it. Here's why it's going to frustrate players, you know? I think there's a significant difference between like saying, "Hey, help us help us with feedback here, help us with this system and letting people in way too early." Cuz they're going to be like, "I don't know. I, I I'm I'm not sold on the idea that you need to be you need to be showing people and getting feedback from people so early, because I feel like it can dilute the vision and the goal and the identity of the game, yeah, Starfield was announced at E3 2018, (laughs) four years ago, okay, they take feedback, but over the years, very minimal things have changed, nothing core, some stuff related to animations and others, well, that's encouraging to hear, because that's what I would be super concerned about, like, receiving player feedback is great, but not if you dilute your product, If you dilute your product to the point that it's indistinguishable from what it originally set out to be, it's probably not going to be a very good game. Like, that would always be my concern. It's better to get it from the start, says Cruel Crusader, because if you do it later on, you can have feedback that brings you back to rebuilding the entire game. Well, yes and no, though. Shouldn't you as a game developer have a pretty good grip and grasp on the game you want to build? and then you get influence and input on how the particulars work. I agree that Hogwarts Legacy did it near perfect. I just love that style of reveals. They showed enough uh, to know what it's about, but not too much to keep me intrigued and guessing. Cruel Crusader says, Look at New World. It runs on an HTML platform that players can manipulate through the chat, and for them to fix this, they need to rebuild the game from the base. Yo, good morning, Sandy. Welcome back member renewal of 13 months thank you so much sandy um, appreciate you right but would that i guess that would have been discovered in an early alpha i guess you're right they could have allowed people access to that game early alpha and so you're like hey man i don't know if you realize this or not but your game is built on html That's going to be really manipulable. If you're tuning in for the Ashes of Creation discussion about the character creator, we've been periodically just kind of watching it and discussing what we think of the game. Uh, If you're interested in Ashes of Creation gameplay, we would love to hear from you. We have a poll at the top of the chat. Typically, I'm in this scene here doing a talk show, and we're about an hour into the poll, and it's pretty heavily split towards no. A lot of my audience is not interested in this game. Uh, if you're new we want to hear from you and why you are interested did he already talk about the Elden Ring we're going to be talking about that tomorrow Max the news hit right before I went live so I didn't have the ability to pivot to it Uh, Intrepid got feedback about combat during APOC uh, and now have reversed the decision since A1 though so you're saying they've made changes since the are you talking about Ashes of Creation gameplay or are you talking about another game Payne says, a developer should have an overarching idea of where they want the game to land. If I don't know how the game plays, how would I know what I want? That's what I mean. Like, you need, and this is what, this is kind of what I'm driving at. This is what I'm driving at. I'm not saying this is true of Ashes of Creation, but look at what happened to Anthem. Early on, they didn't have a, a, a proper vision and scope of the game. And obviously this game is this game is certainly not in that case. They know the game they want to build, they know the type of game that they that they're that they're wanting to put out. They know they want to do an MMO. He's v, like they've been really good at vision casting. Like you know what game they are trying to build. But if early on you're making significant changes or, or, or accepting feedback, it can, I think, dilute and harm your development process. So my concern would be that not that they're going to lose the identity of the game or it's going to become too diluted. My concern would be that it would hamper development efficiency. Think of it like this. Um... Well, I worked for this small tech company. He was really really fond of agile development. And the reason he was fond of agile development is he said oftentimes the 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 the, the client doesn't know what they want. And they're going to think that they know what they want and they're going to they're going to base their, you know, their their scope and their project on that. And when they do that, they tend to once you deliver the entire application or product or software, they're like, this is great, but kind of not. We need all these hundreds of thousands of changes. But if you do little iterations, you can then make those changes as you go, right? So, in the realm of this game, I think my concern would be, and I'm not saying this is going to happen, it's just something they're going to need to be on guard for. My concern for Ashes of Creation would be How many times are you going to have to go back and rework something based on player feedback, which means you're in an eternal feedback loop of, okay, we made these changes to this core system based on player feedback. Well, the players haven't played the game to completion, so okay, but those players provided that feedback, you reworked that system. Then you go back, you kick it out again, and then there's more feedback on that system. Now, somebody might say, this sounds like a recipe for polishing the game. You're really going to get everything right where it needs to go. You're going to fine-tune it. Is it going to have a Goldilocks effect? Are you going to get the temperature of the porridge and the softness of the beds just right because you're constantly accepting that feedback? Or are you going to keep going back and re- having the rehash, rebuild, rehash, rebuild, rehash, rebuild... Um that would be my concern. you would get stuck in an endless feedback loop I I can give you an example of this in a in a in a smaller way. I stopped showing logo concepts to my my mods we started saying, here's the finished product what do you think and then they had really good input on what we what the finished product was like, Here's a logo that we think is good to go and good to use on a YouTube channel and the mods say, "Ooh, I like it. What about this color? What about changing this moving this?" They're sort of bringing the the polish. They're bringing the the sandpaper and smoothing those rough edges. But when we had just like when I had just like concepts what ended up happening was you had 8 different opinions about like 8 different things and so what I ended up what ended up ultimately happening was a lot of the times was we, we would get too much influence so that's like the too many cooks in the kitchen kind of a thing right I found it was more effective to really drive and design and build a logo and be like this is exactly what I wanted to look like and then I would put it in front of them and that typically led to much better feedback of like hey this logo is basically done so that's my main concern here you know like I don't think, when you look at this character creator, I don't think you're going to get feedback on this It's going to make you go back to the drawing board, but at the same time, if you're constantly stuck in that feedback loop of, okay, I like the game, but what about this? I like the game, but what about this? I think that's probably one of the biggest challenges of of our time. I think one of the biggest challenges of our time for game development is proper implementation and... and um, what's the word it's not it's not assimilation it's I guess it's probably distillation like you've got to figure out is the player feedback good is it helpful is it giving us what we need or and and I've talked about this in other games so there would be people that would criticize the system and they would keep engaging with it I've talked about this whenever I covered Destiny So people would be like, I hate this, there's too many layers of RNG, this is super, super frustrating. But they would keep engaging with it, why? Because at its core, the system was something that they liked, okay? They were merely wanting to see the system improved. So one of the biggest things you've gotta do is you have to distill and sort of filter a person's feedback through the, the sifting bowl of their gameplay, what it, okay, so you're saying that this is a, this is bad or, or needs work or whatever. Are you saying it in the context of enjoyment? Were you playing with that system, enjoying that system and, and finding it to be good or were you finding it to be frustrating and bad? Does that make sense? So, like, I think one of the biggest challenges with feedback is purely from a from a distillation standpoint. Can you even understand it? The only conflicting point of feedback between Steven and the players is how he wants a degree of skill uh, skill slots, maybe is what you meant to say, alongside the ta- with tab targeting, which I think will flop. But we will only see that in Alpha 2 with Rangers if they are implemented at that point. I don't really care about the character creator says fairy man just give me a fun game with a hot girl as a character why is that a requirement uh cyberpunk best creator we are likely to ever see the game but the game was garbage if you're just tuning in and you're interested in ashes of creation gameplay we're just sort of giving the putting the character creator up as a backdrop to conversation uh would love to hear from you if you're new kill shots Oh, I'm sorry, skill shots. You meant skill shots. He wants a degree of skill shots alongside with tab targeting, which I think will flop. Can you flesh that out? What do you mean by having them running alongside? I'm behind, but how many devs are there? Feedback might be serving as free Q&A. Oh, for sure. For sure. To actually aim down your shots? (laughs) Steven said NPCs that we recruit we can alter their looks as well oh you can actually alter the the, the people that you recruit I hope ashes puts the RPG and difficulty back into MMORPG from everything I've heard this morning that's kind of the goal combat is meant to be a mix of tab and action skill shots refer to the action side okay thank you yeah, I picked up on this when we, when we first watched gameplay. Ashes of Creation, to me, looked like they were trying to mix in action because they didn't want to be pure tab, which I kind of agree. I think you got to commit to one or the other. A lot of people won't like Ashes because of the PVX environment and you won't have a Pv and you won't have PvE servers. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit ago. Like one of the dilemmas of having a game that's like basically PvP all of the time. Um, one of the dilemmas for that is that's what it's go- that that's going to be the dilemma is that hey, you know, I, I just want to kind of play, you know. I don't, I don't want to, I don't have to worry about all this, this stressful stuff. And I think there's a bigger question sometimes with, with respect to game development. Is it okay for a game to target an audience and only that audience if it means lack of profitability? Like, I think that's the big dilemma I would have. Right. YouTube keeps taking you out of my recommendations. I have the bell on. Yeah, something's going on this morning. We had a we had a we've had a really crummy start, which is weird because the last time we covered this, we had a really good response. So, I think YouTube might be having some issues this morning. When you're building an MMO, like the servers, the ongoing maintenance, the patches, the updates, the depth, the breadth, all that stuff that you need is that is that something that you can support with like a small slice does that make sense like if you're if you're doing just a small slice of the market with respect to who you're marketing toward right if you're if you're marketing toward this small slice people that like specifically are looking for just like hey man i want classic i want classic mmo i don't want i don't want it to be accessible i don't want it to be easy you know that's not what i'm looking for i think you run the risk of hurting your profitability you also run the risk of like having a full funnel like a game this is where i feel like it's like a double-edged sword because like a game like this you need a really full funnel of players you really need an active player base you were first in my recommended this morning oh that's good at least it's working for some people people like you wanting a more casual experience is why there are so little hardcore games now and also why hardcore players need new ones bad like this one yeah but listen listen to what i'm outlining now distorted isn't that a potential conundrum for a game like this? That in order for it to run well and be successful, both with respect to like the commercial success, the economic success, but like the internal logistics. If you're trying to have 500v500 500 500 battles and big, huge uh, fights and really populated servers and active servers, just look at what happened to New World. All it took was for people to get bored and put the game down for the servers to hit a terrible spot where they needed server mergers like end of November, and they rolled them out slowly end of December into January. Okay, so (laughs) do you see what I'm getting at? And you're in a subscription model. So you're you're marketing the game uh, potentially I'm not saying that this is true I'm just saying it's potentially you're potentially marketing this game against the grain of the gaming player uh, the populace right now potentially You're in and, and and you need people to subscribe and stay on the servers and stay going and stay playing because if you don't then How's New World doing? I think last I checked they were barely cracking 24,000 players a day. Barely. Last I checked. New World Steam charts indicate that they hit thirty-seven thousand players in the last twenty-four hours. Now consider that now that remember that's a weekend. So they've been hitting they've been hitting high high twenty thousands, mid thirty thousands every day. it's an unfair comparison new world was such a broken game on release no 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 i'm not making comparison you got to listen to what i'm saying i'm applying a principle here so so let me restate it so that we're clear i'm not making an unfair comparison i'm giving an example and there's a difference the example i'm giving is if the player base dries up or can't be man- maintained it's immediately damaging to the player experience okay it's immediately damaging so, if Ashes of Creation is marketing to a smaller slice of the player community out there, the the gaming community is this, let's imagine it's this big giant pie, and they're saying, we're marketing Ashes of Creation gameplay to a smaller slice of that pie. People that want a more traditional, a more classic... Style MMO. It's going to be hardcore. PvP is on all the time. Um, we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna you know we're gonna we're gonna really really go back to like we're gonna make an MMO for MMO fans. Okay. The question is, is that slice big enough to fill the funnel so that in two to three months after it releases, you have that recurring player base to keep your servers healthy to keep the game going. And I only pointed to new New World because the the point I was making with New World is like how easy it is for player for a player base to shrink and then once that happens you you're you're in the downward spiral. You see what I'm saying? Cause like basically player based exodus has a compounding effect and the compounding effect is if people leave if people leave your game and your server and your server starts to have not enough people in it what happens is other people start leaving because they're like well the server's not really active my friends have stopped playing and so it can have a compounding effect which make, which makes player, player exodus you know very uh, very rapid it it can be extremely rapid because you're basically dealing with. I hate my hair right now. I absolutely hate my hair. Uh, it looks freaking terrible. The it makes it rapid. You can't you can't keep the you can't keep the funnel full. There are seven sanctioned PvP activities. Those battles for castles and nodes do not occur with frequency that cause people to become war weary. The OMG hardcore is by people who haven't gone deep yet. How many concurrent players do you think a game needs isn't new world still top 50 game played well I yeah but but again that's all relative being a top 50 game played doesn't mean servers have have anything going on right now right you, the, like like the point that I'm making is I'm not trying to be like a doomsdayer this is the reality, we said this when New World came out, if you lose players too quickly your game dies because you can't keep the servers full, and then you gotta server migrate, which when you server migrate you completely undo a lot of what people have invested in, or hope to invest in, because now they're getting shoved into some other server Rissick coming in with uh, with 8 months, Double Dip Club, let's keep it going, thank you sir Thank you, thank you, thank you. I watched Asmin check out New World and the game was dead in comparison before. Yeah, it is depressing. It is depressing. It's like, my gosh, look how easy it is for a game to have overwhelming success. Success to the point that they their their servers can't even keep up and then they're dead. You know what I mean? Thank you Risik again for doing 8 months. It's a tier 3 and you're double dipping. That's very generous. We are trying to do uh, daily goals now of five coffee sales and five members. We've got two coffee sales already, and we got no members. So who wants to be the first member? Hit that join button or use the join command in chat. Also, push us to the next milestone of 300 likes if you haven't pressed like yet and you're enjoying the show. That helps out the stream. Is is 24,000 enough for a game where everyone is on the same server pool? Yes. Is it enough when people are split like crazy and some servers have less than 100 players? Exactly. Exactly. That's the point. I pre-ordered Ashes in 2017, says Scott Irving, before they said that the game was going to be like, and I believe they will put in PvE servers because they do know there's a large group of players like me, says Scott. Eight months from d says Double Dip Club and then 8 months from Savage Sharkbite says, hit the join button. Thank you guys for renewing those memberships and rejoining. But that game was community oriented and like I said, it was uh, it wasn't a complete game on launch. See, I think you keep going back to the comparison and I'm not doing a comparison. Make up another game in your mind. Instead of calling it New World, call it Call it space station and space station comes out and is really popular, but people lose interest. Now people lose interest for different reasons, right? It doesn't necessarily mean that like, oh, the game didn't have a good end game or the game didn't have this. It just people just lose interest. They naturally drift, right? Everybody's really hyped for the first couple of weeks. Everybody grinds like crazy for the first couple of weeks and then they start playing less often. And you have multiple factors here. You have a subscription fee that might drive people away. They're like, well, I can't play as much as I used to. So yeah, I'm going to walk away. You know, I just can't put the time in anymore on space station. So I'm taking a break. You know, I'm taking a break. And then when that person takes a break, uh, then their friends take a break. And And then their other friends take a break. And then it just starts to precipitate. So the point that I'm making is not that this game will be just like New World. It's you have to look at that reality. The reality being that when people start leaving, taking breaks, or playing less often, it has this, like, a a compounding, like, precipitous effect. Is that the word? Like, you're just pushing further and further and further down that funnel. And... That's what I want to know. What what have they thought about that? You are marketing this game to a slice of the gaming market, so you're already starting. In my mind, you're already starting at a not a maybe the 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 right word is not disadvantage. You're already starting off with a narrow a narrow funnel. You've narrowed your funnel potentially. Now there there's there there is the there there is a principle to apply here that I actually think is 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 rather true and it is the principle of if your funnel and your identity is too broad then your game will appeal to nobody put another way if you try to if you try to appeal to everyone you will appeal to no one right if your game's identity is 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 too broad if your game's identity is is almost you can't really distinguish it or figure out what in the world the game is then the game will potentially appeal to no one right so there's like this happy medium in the middle. You, you've got to have a funnel that is broad enough to be consistently filled and maintained, but narrow enough that your identity is clear. Do you see what I'm, do you see what I'm driving at? Like, think of it this way. There's two extremes. If your funnel is too narrow, you will never get enough people in there to sustain the machine. Right? The machine of an MMO. You need people constantly in there. You need the servers popping. You need new player acquisition. You need, you know, old player reacquisition. You need current player incentivization. You need all these things well in hand for the engine. Imagine the engine's down here. That engine's got to run, okay? And you attach a funnel to it. And the more narrow that funnel is, the harder you make it to keep the funnel full. If it's too broad, then there's, the game has no identity. It appeals to everybody. Well, no, that, that's not going to work because there's no loyalty there. The game doesn't have an identity. It doesn't really... Its vision's not firmly grounded, so people are just like, yeah, I can take this game or leave it. It's not memorable, right? You have to find that happy medium. You don't want to be too narrow. You don't want to be too broad. You got to be somewhere in the middle. And the minute you say we're doing a subscription-based, more classic... Hardcore MMO. We're making an MMO for fans of MMOs. You've 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 chosen a narrow funnel. That doesn't mean the funnel's too narrow. It's a challenge that the game will face. I think every game faces a challenge, right? You gotta know what your challenge is that you're facing. If you... Um, if you're short and you wanna play basketball, that's gonna be a challenge for you. If you're exceptionally tall and lanky that might be a challenge if you try to be you know a running back because you're 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 not going to have that low center of gravity you're not going to be this big beefy train that's hard to stop you're going to you know i'm saying so the if you cho if you choose narrow funnel and you want to make an mmo you have to know that's a challenge we're going to face with this game I think with inflation driving people to work harder, people have even less time to game. I I do think I do think that's a that's a potential reality as well, like the global reality of like people just working more. I think there's two things contributing to to less people wanting to do hardcore MMOs. I think number 1, I think the generation, all the guys that I graduated from high school with. I graduated in 2000. That's 20 years ago, okay? So all the guys I graduated from high school with, we're all now entering our 40s, okay? And that's the generation that cut their teeth on EverQuest and World of Warcraft, right? And they're all in their 40s now. So they're at a stage of life where it's more difficult to put those hours in. They have a full-time job, maybe. Maybe they have a full-time job and they're married. Maybe they have kids. Maybe they're trying to get married, you know? Maybe they're just loving the bachelor life wherever they are on that spectrum, they're a little bit more busy when they were in high school, right? And could no-life the game over the weekend and, you know, barely pass their classes because they're they're playing every night, okay? So I think that generational reality is there. I think a lot of people have said, dude, I can't play MMOs like I used to play them. It's just not freaking possible. I don't have the time, okay? I think the second factor is... Also economic and cultural I think there are economic and cultural realities now that has people working more often they're busier they're plugging away putting more hours in they need to put in more hours right they're they're working two jobs multiple jobs whatever you know i I think on average hours clocked per week is is at a higher end for my generation than my dad's generation i think my dad's generation was in that healthy 40 to 50 slot i think we're in the 50 we're, we're in the 50 to 60 to 70 to 80 hour slot i think the amount of hours clocked per week has gone up for the average person well in america maybe not the rest of the world i think in the west that's gone up i could be wrong but i'm 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 certain that I've I've seen reports about this, like people working more, making less, and working more, and leading to psychological issues. You know, na- you know, nationally, um, and I think this is one of the reasons that podcasts have become more popular. If you just think of it in the realm of entertainment, like podcasts are are, are ridiculously popular because being an overworked and 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 in a, a, a populace is too busy, it's incredibly easy to consume podcasts. So when I look at Ashes of Creation. And I hear somebody say, "Yeah, I'm, I'm making an MMO game for MMO players. This is gonna, this is gonna harken back to the, you know, the old school MMOs. It's gonna be, you have to put a lot of hours in." I'm like, "I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I don't know if the populace can support that." You know what I mean? I picked up Elden Ring this weekend, and I'm sorry for the rage I caused you. It turns out, maybe it's not the weapon. This game just cheats. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, what are you getting, to you who's cheating you? <laughs> I do think the game cheats sometimes. <laughs> Not like literally, but it does cheat. It does. <laughs> it does cheat sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it does. The game's a cheater. Once you accept the From Software, where games are cheaters, it gives you a greater sense of pride in beating them. <laughs> I loved RPGs and MMOs when I was in high school and college. I'd love to play again but I ain't got time for that. Right, I'm just curious how many people in here that took the poll, if you could chime in in chat I don't want to do another poll. I want to know how many of you played games like this in the past but now you can't. So you're like, no I I can't play this game or I'm not interested in this game. I want to know is that something that was different when you were younger? I bet you that I bet you that it, it's very very different now, comparatively. Not cheating, but the stuttering on the tree sentinel's painful, uh, and God forbid you aggro three dudes. Why are you getting stuttering on tree sentinel? Are you playing on PC? Game just doesn't attract my attention. Heavy metal mama says me. Somebody says I. B Max raising his hand. Dwayne says absolutely, definitely does cheat. All from software games cheat. <laughs> Definitely me, says Gorthysis. I played WoW and EverQuest nonstop years ago. Colin says, I played World of Warcraft. Never again can I dedicate to an MMO. Oh, you are playing on PC. Hex says, Final Fantasy is the only MMO for me because I can play it about an hour or two a day. I wasted my life on EverQuest, says Shane, and I'm not doing that again. Sorcerer of Havoc says me even having a hard time keeping up with old games you used to cover because of work-life TBH. Oh, yeah. How many people right now have a backlog? You're not even interested in MMOs. You don't even play MMOs. How many people right now have a backlog that you can't get to? After an entire year of delays and non-launches, you still have a backlog. Do you remember that the two guys who started off making this game started doing so as a passion project? funded by their own personal money, not a mega corporation like Amazon focused all on profit. MMOs are a young man's game. I have a backlog says Hex. I don't disagree Lono, but people are still putting in more hours than ever in games. I hate mentioning them, but look at D2 and how many people are playing unreal hours. Well, I mean, <laughs> pointing to pointing pointing to uh unhealthy behavior. Sure, I think all games have pockets of people doing that. Not enough time to catch up, says Abe. No time anymore for lengthy MMOs. My wife and kids don't allow it, sad face, says Dem Rivers. I've had a backlog since I got married 11 years ago. (laughs) I've had a backlog for 11 years. Every gamer has a backlog unless you're very narrow in the games that you play. I'm younger, but uh, still playing MMO games seem too much effort, says Saxboy. Breath of the Wild 2 is really the only game I was waiting on, and it got delayed again. I'm so backlogged with games on PC and console. Um, Major backlog. I have no backlog, says Zach. It took me some time to get through God of War, playing a few hours every few days, and that was just playing the storyline and not really venturing outside of that, says Chesspain. Yeah, even a game like God of War, Immortals, Phoenix Rising, Assassin's Creed, Horizon Forbidden West. If you play these games even remotely completionist and you have a like a regular rhythmic life, you there you're there's no freaking way. There's no freaking way you're gonna beat them quickly. couple hours a night? Are you kidding me? I got one Elden Ring. Uh, I got one Elden Ring has me hooked right now. Trying to doing a raid in an MMO with kids constantly in your face? No thank you, says Kenpachi. I got to play Luigi's Mansion with my kids this weekend. Oh man, my kids and I loved that game. Super, super fun. My kids really liked uh, Kirby. They just didn't like the fact that they had to take turns being Kirby. That was a bit of a point of contention. But it's a good life lesson. You can't always be the all-star. Somebody has to play second fiddle and they have to take turns playing second fiddle I think it's good for them but that was the main complaint that they had they both wanted to be Kirby and absorbing the different abilities I finished Horizon Forbidden West last night 73% completion, 80 hours gee many Christmas that's almost 1% per hour that's pretty good there's an easy uh, 30-ish hours left oh for sure, oh for sure with a newborn, says Michael, I have to waste sleep or having fun catching up on a new MMO. <laughs> right? I have no backlog, just Elden Ring now that I'm done uh, with Waste of Time Lost Ark. I really, really like Lost Ark. I'm super bummed that we couldn't, we couldn't keep riding it, you know? Yo, if you're new and you haven't smashed a like button, or you've been around for a while this morning and you forgot to smash a like button, do me a favor and do that. We've had sort of a slow day for some reason. I thought this was a pretty popular topic and we were going to dial it in, but man, we are, we are, this is not, this is not working. We're going to, we're going to pump the brakes on ashes next time they release anything and just see, uh, what demand is. Uh, we may be able to turn, though, with at least 300 likes. We'll be bumping the Elden Ring gameplay a little faster this morning than usual. It took me 200 hours to platinum Elden Ring. Got to put that down for some time now. Good to know about Kirby. My kids want that game. I didn't know how it was. Might pick it up for my next birthday. Yeah, you're going to have to let them know before they play it that, like, one person is Kirby and one person is a guy with like a spear now the guy with a spear can do all kind of cool stuff with his spear right but he ain't Kirby so you're not getting to like absorb the guy with the ice the fire or the or the blades or the sword or whatever you're not getting to do that you you you're just sort of always on the spear so my kids quickly agreed my son at first was like oh I don't care I'm totally fine to use the spear. And I'm like, yeah, that's not going to last. And it didn't. As soon as he saw his sister doing some cool stuff with Kirby, he changed his mind extremely quickly. He was like, yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm going to, I, I want to be Kirby. So they, they started taking turns, which obviously she was annoyed by cause she was like, you know, she thought she was going to get to be Kirby the, uh, the whole time. Uh, so that was, uh, that was a bit of a disagreement. That was a bit of a disagreement. But they settled it. Like, it was good. It was good for them. That's something we've been working on recently is, like, fairness in the house. You know? Like, it, 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 it's, it's simply impossible to keep everything, like, perfectly perfectly even and fair distribution. It's, like, it's, it's not possible. Uh, do, 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 do. I'm crossing my fingers they picked me for the beta oh actually all you have to do is pre-register and then you can play early wait no you might have to not be able to play early my bad oh yeah 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 the perks of pre-registering you might be invited yeah to try Diablo Immortal yeah 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 your kids are lucky my parents didn't let me game until I was 15 they can only play they only get to play on the weekends like once basically Dying Light 2 is in my backlog. I so want to play it. Less sleep and then I have time for my kids, family, and work. Yeah, right. Rudy says, I just don't have the same vigor to know life games like I did when I was young. MMOs don't hold my attention like they used to. Um, There's something weird that I think just happens to people after they've been grinding games for a while. I think they, I don't know if you do this. This is what I do. So I basically grind the game like crazy for the first week. And then after that, I kind of, it's almost like I can't anymore. It's like I 100 meter dash and then I'm like, yeah, that's the end of it. Do you know what I'm saying? There's almost like there's this weird unspoken. And again, this is just how I experience it. There's this weird unspoken. It's not attention span. It's like there's this weird unspoken care. I only care about the game for a couple of weeks. And then I'm like, cool, man. Put you back on the shelf. I'm good. That was fun but i just really struggle now certain games aren't like that like elden ring i'm telling you i, play, I in it we we've got to consider that right we got to be careful cuz we you know i'm a youtuber so i i got to be careful i'm not like accidentally self-destructing the channel by like too much elden ring but it's like that's one game that that kind of didn't happen with it's like i'm going to just keep plugging away keep plugging away keep plugging away maybe i'll feel different once i beat it uh my backlog exists of every PlayStation game because I cannot get a PS5 (laughs) that's ADHD I think that's a complete misuse of the term, no I don't think losing interest in a game after two weeks is a is ADHD, right serious question or observation do you think you've adapted to that mindset you just described because of being a content creator versus a regular gamer no because I'm that way off, off well, I don't know How do you unweave your own, your own mental development? Like, cause I've been a content creator for seven or eight years now. So do I, do I do it? No, it's eight years. Yeah. I've been a content creator for eight years now. So do I do it because over the past eight years, it's informed my care attention span or have I always been that way? I feel like I've always been that way. I know I did that with Borderlands 2 before I was a content creator. I played like crazy for a couple of weeks. Well, no. Me and my buds played Borderlands 1, my wife and I played Borderlands 1, and then Borderlands 2 for, yeah, for way longer than just a couple of weeks. I wonder if it is. I wonder if it's content creation that put me on like a two-week cycle of... And it, it funny enough, hasn't happened with Elden Ring. Lono trying to remember what it's like to be pre been on camera, right? Like pre-camera life is over eight years ago. Early, it had been prior to 2014 for me. I think my very first video I ever put up was 2014, February of 2014. That's what I'm thinking. Your approach to gaming is because there's just certain games you only have that window to play and then it's shelved and on to the next title. Yeah, and you know what's funny? Is certain titles break out of that. Ghost of Tsushima broke out of that. I would have played Ghost of Tsushima with you guys for a month if the support would have been there. Like, look at what I'm doing with Elden Ring. Like, when did we start when did we start streaming Elden Ring gameplay? Like, when was the very, very first time? I don't even remember now. Uh, Elden Ring gameplay was one month ago. It l- looks like. Yeah, it was one month ago. The first day I played was... Um, hang on, I gotta maximize the window here. February 24th. So yeah, we made it well beyond... We made it well beyond one month. It's February the 24th, it looks like. Yeah, Returnal too. yeah. Yep. Yeah, certain games break out of it. I'm like, yeah, bro, I would play this game every dadgum day if the support was there. That's how I was with fighting games. I used to be up to gremlin hours playing them. Now I only play one to two hours in a, se- in a session and I'm good. Yeah, it's like your tolerance goes down, too. You're just like, yeah, I'm good. We need 30 more likes for 300 likes, man. Try and smash it if you haven't done so yet. Distorted says, it's sealed by someone called Maggie. Stuck at what door? Oh, stuck at a door. Yo, it's good, Demetrius. Anybody who is worker lurker or member or longtime member, I just want everybody to spam their favorite emote right now. I want to see something. I'm gonna I'm testing something with our emotes. I have one MMO per decade rule. I get involved with one MMO type game per decade, and I play that one title out until I can't stand it anymore. Got it. So Hex is going with Lono Keck. Lono Lull, okay. There's a Work and Lurk. Lono Roast. The coffee ones. Bald. Work and Lurk. Eugene's favorite is Bait. That's not one of mine! Okay, Lono Low. Lono Actually. Lono Dope. Work and Lurk. Lono Kek. Lono Pog. Lono Dope. Work and Lurk. Bald and Actually. Madam. Madam. Work and Lurk and Dope. The bag. I forgot about the bag. Lono lewd. Okay. Okay. Alright, alright, there's a good mixture there. There's a good mixture there. toxic. Yeah, 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 there we go. There we go. I wonder, can you get the Lono Roast? I felt like there was a time where... you could get them to go back to back. Is it possible? No, it messes it up. Yeah, it messes it up. You have to put the space. There was a time I forget that might have been in Discord where you could like remove the space. Mm-mm-mm. You missed Trash Parrot? <laughs> I dig them all actually. I just wanted to see if you if you picked one right off the cuff and you were like picking a favorite, which one you would pick. Here's my emote. Yeah, there you go. Eyeballs. Just kidding, I know what those are. dude's maidenless man this guy's definitely maidenless he thought those were eyeballs okay you can on discord that's where it was you could do it okay (laughs) alright can we get a lona wait until (laughs) wait until yeah there it is distorted yeah that looks so good it looks so good when they're, when they're like, actually touching. I paid for a super chat, but it never went through in chat. Much love. I'm going to bow out to game with my friends this morning. No worries, Gorthysis. Yeah, I don't know why it didn't come through. Um, I don't know. I checked my dashboard, too. I don't see it there. Although, my favorite is probably Lono Late. Lono Lude, Lono Think, Lono Kek. Am I supposed to interpret what that means? Is, it, is, that a, is, that a, is that a secret encoded message? I use Lono Baked all the time. Oh, yeah, Lono Baked. That was a good one. Thinking their eyeballs is pretty maidenless energy, to be fair. <laughs> Those are owl eyes. Oh, yeah, they're owls. Yeah, that's right. Owl eyes. Uh huh, sure. <laughs> sure. Uh da, 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 da. Yeah, I thought tra- trash parrot was a good one. Lono Lono Trash, Lono Trash Parrot was a good one. That was that was a good uh <laughs> That was a that was a good emote. That was Not one person said Badger. Omega's really mad. I killed that dude for calling me maidenless. <laughs> Hex is like, how dare you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. We need cinnamon toast frick. Cinnamon toast frick wouldn't fit, though. Like, how on earth did you would you even do that as an emo? It'd be too many words. I'm still waiting for Lono out. What, like when people say, and for that reason, I'm out? Like that meme? Or are you thinking of another meme? I'm still waiting for the underrated dadgum emote to come back personally. Yeah, man, that was a good one. Where's the hype emote? I don't think we did the hype one because it's like it's too... I don't know. It's just too generic. Do we have Lono hype? I don't think we do. No, we don't. Let's go. To that Lono is disappointed about Melania. Here's the thing, Lido. I wouldn't be surprised if I went back and faced her a second time on New Game Plus and was like, "All right, I'm gonna take the time to learn everything." Right? I love your saying boiling frogs. By the way, thank you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if I go back and like I feel a little bit differently about it. But I still at a ground level I just dislike I dislike flurries that if you misread the flurry it's such it's so close to a death sentence. Like just at a philosophical level I don't like that. I don't like if you misread an animation and the grab is like 75 percent 80 percent of your health bar i've I've never liked that because it creates this power dynamic in the fight that i find to be incredibly unpleasant because you basically have to keep yourself at full health all the time and i think that creates an incredibly like flat tire to the fight Do you know what I'm saying there's just a there's just an automatic flat tire when you're like bro I literally have to be full health all the time because if you catch me in a flurry, and I'm at 67% of my health I'm dead if you grab me and kebab me with your sword, and I'm at 72% of my health I'm dead I don't that's so stupid creating this power dynamic where I am constantly having to earn the right to get back to full health I just don't like it I get it you want to keep the player on their heels right you know you want to keep the player in a position of like constantly feeling that threat of if I make a mistake I'm dead I just don't think it's a healthy power dynamic You can mitigate the flurry. I didn't say that you can't. I said that if you misread it, it's basically a guaranteed chunk of your health gone. Just like if you misread her animation and she grabs you and kebabs you with her sword, it's like an automatic certain percentage of your health is gone. And it creates, I think, a flat tire power dynamic where I constantly have to stay at full health. And I don't think that that's fun. So then instead of reading animations and, me- and, and and dueling and feeling like we're in a fight, I'm like, oh, you chunked me to 65% and now I'm scrambling to get to full health. I, I, I think it's unhealth. I don't think it's a, a healthy uh, um, rhythm. I think it's annoying. Games are about reading animations. I, I don't think you're you're even remotely grappling with my criticism. My criticism is not that I have to learn animations. You're not you're not engaging with what I'm saying. The mistake isn't in line with the punishment. Misreading an animation and losing 75% of your health bar is too extreme because it creates an unhealthy power dynamic. I have to always be at full health. I totally agree with your opinion on Melania and totally disagree with your opinion on Radon. My opinion on Radon has changed a little bit. I think he's meant to be a bit of a gimmicky fight. I I think if you want to go in and just face off with him and fight him toe-to-toe, that's meant for, like, the rare elite players. It's meant to be, like, no, you go in and summon people. It's supposed to be this big battle. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, but with Melania... There's fights like Melania where if you don't keep yourself at full health, the slightest misstep, you're dead and you got to start over. And that's literally the stereotype of Dark Souls is dying, start over, dying, start over. And it's like, I prefer fights where, oops, made a mistake, no worries, you know. I'll, 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 I'll recover. Give me a second here. I'll navigate. Okay. I rolled behind them, heal. Or I rolled away and they just finished a really long animation, heal. Like, but when you constantly have to stay at full health, it means any of the slightest mistakes, what it does is, this is, I'm really fleshing this out for the first time. The slightest mistake, like, does two things. It requires you to immediately heal. Why? Because if you make another slight mistake, you're dead. So all it takes is two, mista- like two of the slightest mistakes. Oops, I misread that one. She chunked me. I'm now at 70% of my health bar. Now I must heal. If I misread another animation and it's a flurry, I am dead. If it's a grab, I am dead. It- so just give me two hit bars at that point. Like, just take me back to old-school Nintendo. Give me two red hit bars at the top and call it a day. You know what I'm saying? It's this illusion. It's this illusion of like, yeah, you're in a fight. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. You you, you need me to stay full health the whole time. Because if I don't stay full health all the time, she's going to grab me. She's going to kebab me, and I'm dead. Back to the beginning, because I misread one animation that's how black knife assassin is yeah black knife assassin was really frustrating for that reason I'm not trying to argue with you but the alternative is game is too easy no that's a false dichotomy I don't believe what I'm saying leads to the other extreme of making the game too easy I don't think grabs should be able to do that much health damage and I don't think flurries should be able to do that much health damage I just don't think so I think there's other pain they could put in the game Hey, man, she grabbed you. So you're going to have a bleed effect for the next 30 seconds. Oh, man, she got you with the flurry. You're going to have there's going to be some form of an in in fight punishment for that. Not. Yeah, dude, you misread an animation. There goes 75 percent of your health bar. I think people forget that Radon is not a normal nose fight. It's set up to be a warriors festival to take down the most powerful demigod. Right, and when I realized that distorted, people basically convinced me that like that fight is is meant to be different and anomalous to the same degree that the guy in the bottom of Volcano Manor is meant to be different. I agree on grabs. I've been getting grabbed by Ulcerated Tree Spirit. You can mitigate damage on some grabs by button mashing. It ends quicker and you take less damage. I mean, yeah, I guess. I've never liked that either. I hate that in action-adventure games where in the middle of the fight, I'm like like smashing the B button like some kind of a crazy person. I think Elden Ring is too easy. Horse combat makes fights trivial. I just use horse against dragons with large AoE. Yeah, I don't think it makes them trivial. I think it creates a realistic representation of what you would have to do if you fought a dadgum dragon. (laughs) Such a selfish POV. How do you think those enemies feel when you just keep chopping their ankles? I bet they hate that crap. I think that's why I... I, I as, as angry as I got in Sekiro, I think Sekiro's combat system is superior. I think Sekiro's combat system is superior because it requires the player to actually duel, duel the bosses and the bad guys and, and the enemies as opposed to ankle chopping or... Like this is what I had to do in Cinder and this is what I had to do in uh in the dancer and this is you, you just run away. Their flurries are so absurd, just run away. And the dancer had a de- had a grab that was obscene too. It's like zombie guys who bite you take 75% of your health and FP. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I just out in the open world I think sloppy play grabs are, are maybe more acceptable the problem in a boss fight is the capital spent that's why I get so tilted I spend so much capital to get to your second phase to get you to your final 10% and I make a single mistake and you get to just absolutely chunk me or in in some cases just kill me Why one mistake I just, I don't know. It feels disproportionate. I do like how some dragons, excuse me, if you catch them right in the head, it'll knock them out. Yeah, and that's a huge risk you can take. You can risk chopping their head for the big stuns, or you can angle chop them and it takes longer. It requires finessing. Magic made the game too easy for me. I played glass cannon and barely anything could really touch me. Really got to play Sekiro from all the praise I've heard about it. Maybe not directly after Elden Ring. Like, people made this point in the Melania fight. They're like, well, if Lono could have summoned at Ishin, he would have done it, and he never would have truly seen how good the fight was. <clears throat> and I'm like, okay, maybe you're right, because I have low endurance and I'm impatient and I'm prone to getting pretty frustrated. That's just in my nature. It's in my personality, right? I, I tend to I tend to overreact and get angry. And impatient, it's something I've worked on my entire life, okay, it's a character flaw, right I can, I think objectively look at what was frustrating me with Melania and it was different than what was frustrating me with Ishin, Ishin was frustrating me because of all the number of phases so it really, really took huge chunks of investment Ishin was not grabbing me and insta-killing me Ishan was not making the camera freak out. It wasn't. The only time I got irritated in Ishin with the camera, there was a couple of times where I tried to do the lightning and it like it, it like I think twice it acted squirrely on me. And I was like, what the frick was that? Like, that should always favor the player in that fight. Because that, that fight's ridiculous. That's the hardest fight I like I've ever had to play in a video game. And so with Melania, it was like, dude, I can't tell what's happening like the camera i can't i don't know what's going on you can dodge that you can dodge that yeah and the time that i tried i could barely tell what was happening it makes it incredibly hard to see the timing and the rhythm when the camera's freaking out her other stuff doesn't bother me like i think the getting health back i think just compounds the whole problem right it just compounds the whole problem. It's a very, very slanted seesaw. Because she gets her health back anytime she hits you. And the power dynamic is you have to stay at full health. I, I, there, I don't know how much there is to like about a fight like that. <laughs> As That fight's really, really hard to like. Really hard to like. It's like... If, uh... You... <laughs> you you got to stay at full health because she's got a handful of moves in her move set that if she catches you with them you're dead (laughs) right you're dead if you don't if you don't stay at full health and if she touches you she gets her health back she gets pieces of her health back Uh, they're just making that game they're just making that fight really really hard to like I feel like depending on the boss you have to take off target lock so the camera doesn't go crazy yeah and that's not really a pushback is it stop using a tried and true mechanic in the game because the camera's gonna bug out i that, that's i don't agree with that either so many from software evangelists take that route Well, just don't lock dude like oh okay let's excuse bad mechanics by turning them off like, if the HUD was terrible and awful and glitchy and causing you to lose fights because it would glitch out and get in the way, just turn the HUD off, bro. What? How about having a HUD that doesn't run like crap? You ever consider maybe they should do that? <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? We're, we're about to get into it. We're about to get into the game anyway. I've got a bunch of Stonesword keys and I got a bunch of stones... We're going to try and max out my uh, my swords today and continue pressing on to the end game of Elden Ring. I'm going to quickly run upstairs, use the restroom. I'll be right back, and uh, uh, we will get into it. Um, you're playing the same game everyone else is? Yeah, so I don't understand. How, how many From Software fans say they love certain boss fights, but they were like, yeah, man, the camera's really annoying, or they turn the camera lock off? So what, are, what point are you making? You're playing the same game everyone else is. Yeah, and that's like, what's the number one complaint about a From Software game typically is the camera <laughs> or input dropping. Like with, pick one. So <laughs> yeah, I am playing the same game everybody else is. And they almost always concede that the camera's trash in certain areas and certain things. And it causes frustration and mistakes because you can't tell what in the world's going on. so all right i'm gonna quickly go upstairs if if 15 more likes will get us to 300 smash that like button this thing may get some traction as a vod i'm gonna hit some ads we almost never run ads here uh we've had two coffee orders today and no members we're trying to get about five coffee orders a day and five members if you've never done a membership on youtube consider hitting the join button or using the join command i'll be right back uh and we'll be diving into some elden ring okay let us we're also we're at an underground place in the game like I saved uh, I saved it to where I would be at a good place to get some of these stones I think we're just gonna keep rocking the two swords that we have and the bleed and everything else Okay, go here. Put tweet. Diving into more Elden Ring Endgame. what's happening is it doing is it doing the thing it did a couple weeks ago oh no there it goes Okay, I thought I was doing the thing a couple weeks ago where like I wasn't going to be able to go live I was like here we go that would have explained this morning like YouTube might have been acting up but it seems to be fine You need a somber, ancient dragon smithing stone. Worst bosses to me so far are Nox Twins, two Crucible Knights, and the Crystal Duo. Playing a two-handed Claymore only. No shield. No summons, no range. All duos are pain. Yeah, any of the duo bosses I think are are pretty much designed to just really, really be tough. Um, it's, It's just one of those things where they've they've intentionally i think hang on all right just making sure we're getting some audio okay turn that off i'm gonna put a link in chat just in case redirects not working youtube was acting up on a few other streams this morning it might have been YouTube. I, I Usually, anytime we run new gameplay, new anything for, for big popular games, we crush it. And then today, we just we got nowhere. Um, all right, there is a link in chat. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. We are going to continue with our Elden Ring gameplay. Currently, we are down in the yellow annex tunnel yellow then <laughs> we are looking for stones and we are basically in the end game trying to get our swords maxed out and just continuing I got a bunch of stones word keys off stream hoping that really helps us land in uh, in some of the